Now a stretch on the left, a shot, kick down, kick save, and a beauty from Hill. Somehow Veneers got through unmarked. Now a loose puck, sliding save by Hill. What a combo! Aiden Hill flashing all over. Nobody is ever satisfied with one, so we're back for a second hour of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Oh, and a loose puck, it goes into the goal. The Knights have made it. From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studio and live at LVSportsNetwork.com, here is Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Making it happen, hour number two, brought to you by the Jewelers of Las Vegas on the VGK Insider Show, Fox Sports studio, making things transpire with breaking news. And we've got a suspension to tell you about and a retirement from the National Hockey League. That will uh, be of uh, significant interest to Golden Knight fans. Uh, Darren Millard, uh, Chris Chapman here on Halloween. No candy in the studio today. A little disappointed in that. Well, we have candy out the uh, secretary's so desk. Why don't we go get some? Well, because we can't eat it in here. We can eat it if nobody knows about it. Well, now that you just right. announced it on the air. Well, nobody's going to know. Well, maybe I mean, it's a shtick. Maybe we're just making this up. Well, you, you. All right. Have fun with that one. Can you go get me some candy? No. Come on! I can't. Why? Because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be a an accessory to your eating candy in the studio. You're scared. Of course, I'm scared. You're totally, you're, you're absolutely. absolutely scared. Yeah, I, I, you read those emails. I don't get them because I'm not on the oh, email chain. Oh, oh, because they, they, they set up my email with the wrong first name, the spelling oh, of my right. first name, and they've <laughs> they've never corrected it. And they've never told me how to access. Yeah. So it. so so I don't get any of it. So I can sit here and plead ignorance with <laughs> ultimate confidence, not knowing anything about it, because I'm not going to tell them that you've informed me that we're not supposed to be <laughs> eating or drinking in the studio. No, I'm not on the email. And they didn't bother spelling my name correctly. Yeah, I went to that other Darren. How do, how do they spell it? Two R's, I-N. <laughs> like Danielle knows, too. She's like, I, I can't believe that your name's spelled that way. <sighs> By the uh, way, Danielle by the way, HR, just my, my, just my, like one of my best friends, Danielle, she's awesome. Uh, met her kids today, and oh, VGK fans, uh, hockey fans, awesome stuff. Oh, she's she, a massive she, she, Chandler Stevenson Chandler fan. Stevenson fan, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, and she even says, I, I don't know how your name got mixed up like this, but it's not bad because I don't get any of the hey. You guys can't be doing yeah. this. So in emails. So I'm hoping they'll never figure it out. Well, I'm just. Putting it out there that the same person who sets up your email or who set up your email yeah. is the same person who set up the phone. Oh, so that makes sense then, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Because the so the phone's a piece of crap. Yeah. You said it, not me. Yeah. Well, I'll say it. Um, so go get me some candy. <laughs> I'm not gonna I am not going to be an accessory to this. Come on. By the way, I I, I checked. There really wasn't any good candy left. Oh, so people have gone through it. Yeah. See, the problem is we get here so late in the day, which is why we have cold French fries in the in the break room. Is there, there's nothing worse than cold French. fries. Oh, it's the worst. Like you can't reheat those. No the wings you can do. Sort pizza. Of. I, I mean, pizza, I don't. I, I like cold pizza. pizza yeah, but, I do too. French fries are. Oh, just it's the worst. Awful. My wife, we we went to a, a fast food place the other day. We were in a, in a little bit of a hurry, and. Between her and my son, we got lots of French fries. We didn't ask for lots of French fries, but we ended up with lots of French fries. And my wife decided to bring them home. And I said, I said to her, I said, honey, you know, you know, those are terrible when you reheat them. Oh, we'll put them in the air fryer. They'll be fine. Nope. They're still, well, that's a good idea. They're still sitting in the fridge. I've never done that. 
It's actually the probably the no. best way to reheat French fries. Are but, they edible? Yeah, they are. But I wouldn't say they're they 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 don't deliver. But Never they're right. they're certainly more passable than in their microwave form. Golden Knights beat the Montreal Canadiens three two in a shootout last night. Never thought it was going to get to a shootout. I actually thought at one point that it was going to be whatever score to one. And that one goal was going to be off the whiff, as Aiden Hill called it, when he was uh, trying to move the puck in a power play situation. Instead, fanned on it. That happens. Like, those goalie sticks are clumsy, and it's hard to, to play with those big, weird oven mitts uh, on it. It happens sometimes. Uh, and he gives the puck away, Sean Mountain, and scores. And, and, and it's in. But I, I really thought it was going to be a whatever score to one, and he was going to lose the shutout on that goofy goal. It ends up being a lot closer than that, and Montreal manages to tie it late in the third period and, and force overtime. The, what a chance by Alex Petrangelo on the Mark Stone feed. And it was a beautiful save by Sam Montembeau. And then you've got Jack Eichel with the penalty shot and then the shootout goal. It ends up, when you get to it, there's there's some sour players. When I say sour, not happy with the way things went last night despite the win. Did you catch the TV footage of Petrangelo on the bench no. going into the shootout? No. Like he broke a stick. He stepped on a stick. Like He made sure that thing wasn't coming back. No. If, if you're going to break the stick, you may, as well, you may was, as well go. There was a message there, and he thought he should have ended the game in overtime. Mm. And it was obviously going into a shootout. You don't know what's going to happen. Uh, a couple of other players were vocal about their feelings in not putting the Montreal Canadiens away. Vocal on the ice, vocal down the tunnel. And I, mm. I love it. They're 9-0-1, and they're... S- Sour with the way they played. They yeah, were not Mar- happy that the puck wasn't going in there. Jonathan Marchessault with Ashley after the game, he he was not a happy Jonathan Marchessault 9-0-1. He's a frustrated Jonathan Marchessault that the game was that close. And The and captain wasn't happy. There, there's, But you know what? There was a level of optimism. Uh, with him? A tone of optimism in his voice. But his words, like if you were going to read what Mark said, oh, it would you, come yeah. across very differently than listening or watching what what Mark Stone said after. I think he's very deliberate. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But the, I, I I was anticipating a more surly Mark, and it wasn't that way. Mm-hmm. That's a team, 19 out of 20 points, and they were ticked off last night that the game was even within reach of Montreal. Yeah. And normally I'm of the feeling that frustration is a useless emotion. It can get in the way of a lot of things. At times, there's a motivation factor to it. This is one of those times where Vegas at 9-0-1, I'm glad that they're not overly happy, that they're not saying, oh, we'll, we'll fix it in practice this week. We'll, we'll get dialed in later. I, I, was, I was pleasantly... Uh, accepting of what I saw from Petrangelo from a couple of other players, that there was an accountability there despite winning the game. And that is different. What what sets this team apart from from maybe some some other teams that uh, that are in or around the same level. 
I think what's what's pretty interesting to me is they haven't played great hockey the last four or five games. No, I, th- but, I think but, they, they were good against LA. Yeah, okay, but they fell down two nothing. They were good, yeah. but they still spotted the Kings a two goal lead. But they were the better team in that game. They, they Their deserve best to teams win. have come against the the playoff yeah. bound teams. Where, whereas they, last night, I, I thought Montreal was maybe a little unlucky to not get to two points. But well, Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia played a good game against Chicago. Them too. Well, Chicago got the two points, but yeah, like. But what, what what's interesting to me is they're still winning these games. That's wild. Like you, I told you look you the at stat. I told you the stat. They trailed for six straight games going into last night. Yeah, six straight games, and they were five zero and one. And they've only trailed you by you don't produce those type of records. And they, they they've only trailed by two goals. Like that's that's the biggest yeah. gap. It, it uh, it's so interesting. Let's get into our game ring. To alcohol. The cause of and solution to all of life's problems. There's going to be some of that going on tonight. Yes. Like parent parent gatherings. Yeah, yeah. Like, were you a trick-or-treater that you'd walk around with a traveler? When, you, when you're... With a traveler? With, well, kid, like my like, mom? No, no, no. With a traveler, with a with a beer or a drink. Oh, no, that's, that's because... That's what we call in Canada. Oh. You're, you're, like, you're walking around the neighborhood. You're taking a traveler. You got a traveler. Yeah, Let's see, I don't, I don't know what it's like in, in uh, Canada, but here it's not legal to do that, so... I thought you can walk around with a beer on the strip all the On the day. strip. And oh. there's, like, a certain radius well, of the strip, it's, but... It's, it's, it's not legal But yes, Canada yes, I, 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 I would it. do it, yeah. Like, on Halloween, yeah. you do it. Yeah, and you... you're not walking around with a with an open can of <laughs> beer with a label hanging out. <laughs> yeah. You're putting it in a solo cup or yeah, something. Yeah, well... well and or, or a coffee cup. A or flask or... or it's not, yeah. well, not flask. A but, like, the... Uh, what? A, the, the, what a, not a flask. What's that special water bottle? Tumbler or whatever they call it? Yeah. Put it in a Yeti. Like, you do that. Did you... Because I did it all day. Of course. I loved it. Like, I would say, no, no kids were staying out longer because I still had more left. Yeah. Like, we're gonna do, we're doing another block. They're ready to go home. <laughs> yeah, well, I got I got to finish this baby yeah. before I get home. Uh, yes. I, I got I got stuff going on. Uh, what do you What do you think of last night? I had to classify it. It was a weird game. A lot of weird goals, or or a few weird goals. It was bizarre. Like, it, the Golden Knights were. I think they had as many shots on goal in the five minute overtime as they had in the entire third period. There was a point in the second period where they they, well, they only had two in the third period. Yeah, so they outshot them. Yeah, uh, and then in they, the they, they same one less shot in overtime than they did in the second and third. And it took them a long time to get that yeah. first shot in the second period. But the goals were—I mean, you start with Cotter's goal it was a little little goofy. Obviously, um, the the Sean Monahan goal was was maybe only the second worst goalie gaff a goalie here in, in Vegas has made against the Canadians. But still, it, it was a weird game, and I don't think the Golden Knights played particularly well. But I thought Canadians are a scrappy team. I thought they played they played a fairly good game. Uh, but I'm not rating the Canadians. I'm rating the Golden Knights. I'm going to go three right square in the middle. It's a tequila. I don't know whether you can give a win anything less than a three. No, it's no, a I'm, win. I'm not going to give it a gin. Yeah, I don't a, a two for a win. Is getting overly critical. No, now if and, they lost that game last a, night. Oh yeah, but but there's a there's an unwritten rule in hockey. You don't criticize a win. Yeah, I think I think we've hit a stage now where you can be harsher with our evaluation of a win. Well, our expectations because, because are the, higher because the 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 bar has been raised so much. Now that will even out at some point this year. But I'm 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 right with you. I'm I'm going three out of five. Because of uh, one, the competition—it's a rebuild. 
number two, they weren't the, – the goals that they scored were fortunate yes. in nature. The, the power play goal by Paul Cotter – uh, was intended to be a shot pass towards Barbershev. Instead, bounces off a stick and goes goes in. It was it was fortunate. The Carrier goal came on a six on five uh, on a rush after yeah. a scramble in their own end. It it was uh, uh, unique. And then they the goals that they allowed were a, a, a fluky whiff on a pass, which was a shorthanded. Like there was no even. Yeah, that's right. Suzuki it was a shorthanded goal, goal wasn't it? Yeah. Goal was was well a, that was that pass problem. by Harvey Pinard but, was. But, it was it was just it, it was it was strange, and the the fact that you have the mistake by the goalie, and Aiden Hill is your best player all night, <laughs> also kind of sums up the the strangeness yeah. of the uh, See, of the game. It's a goofy game. It, it, it was it, it was very very apropos odd. for Halloween. And then they're good in in the overtime. Uh, you have Jack Eichel with mm. two two penalty shots, like between the shootout and and the penalty shot. Yeah, he doesn't score either. He doesn't score either one. Yeah. That's he basically has three three breakaways over the course of the night. Yeah, but Shea Theodore's was sick. But 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 no, like Jack Eichel's going to score in those. He should. Like one of three. Yeah. He's always going to score. So it, it, it goes down the path. You got 39 shots to Montreal. You got 40 shots against L.A. the other night. That's different for this team. That doesn't happen a lot. But and they're winning. The, the lack of shots is equally surprising Yeah, from this team. Well, you Paul, had Paul. 23 on... on uh, uh, I want to say Friday against uh, Chicago. Yeah, it was and, not a high number. And then you've got uh, the low number last night, seven shots in the final two periods. So there's there's some concerns there, the way the team has played against the lesser talented teams. But they're but the, the, but the they're way, winning. Yeah, and yeah. that's the yeah. important and you, thing. You can't you can't take that away. They're finding ways to win instead of finding ways. to to lose these games, which is impressive. Should they be winning? And then you get into the, well, how much more do you want? Do they have to win by four to make you happy? Do they have to win by three to make you happy? They, just, they have to win. But you'd like to see it more competitively balanced than, than we saw last night. Well, and I think it, was, it, was, it was lopsided last night towards Montreal. Montreal. But like you, the, the, the funny thing is you look at the record, 9-0-1. They're... Maybe, possibly, a tripping penalty by William Carlson in the overtime against Chicago away from being 10-0. Best start in National Hockey League history is 10-0. Yeah. And they're one point off that. Yeah. I mean, you like I we, we, we were doing it in the math last night. Like, they could legitimately play 500 hockey the rest of the way, and they'll still finish with, I believe, 91 points. So, I mean, these guys aren't going to play 500 hockey. Is that is that what the math is? Well, it would be... Seventy-two games remaining. Okay, you're you're treading. Yeah, but but they have nineteen points. So seventy-two games. Air, yeah, which is which is in the broadcaster handbook. You don't do math well, live on the air. How you, how you do it is you divide it by two. Seventy-two divided by two is thirty-six. I know, but you're you're trying then, to do this live on the air, yeah. and you, you threw out a number. And yeah, ninety-one points. Okay, that's so right. You're, you're convinced of that. I'm convinced. Ninety-one points. Ninety-one points. That's good. If you're five hundred the rest of the way. Yeah. They don't want to be 500. No. I mean, imagine they play 600 hockey the rest of the way. How many points are? I'm not going to do that math. All right. Well, let's get to Bruce from today. And uh, this was just a a fun 
conversation today. It, it was very conversational with the head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights uh, during his media availability today. And it was it was a practice, by the way, that they, they did. Sean Farrell, the skills coach uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights, he ran today's practice. It was very much a skill-focused uh, workout for the Vegas Golden Knights. You saw a lot of uh, edge work, uh, a, a lot of different drills that you don't normally get to uh, get to see out there with the skaters, more focused on, on the skaters. So Sean Farrell, his first year with the organization, ran today's practice, and Bruce and the other assistant coaches were uh, were just on the support side of things. So that part of it was, was fun and interesting. And then we get into that conversation about being frustrated in the game, but how you accept being 9-0-1-1 on the big picture. And whether you want your players to be frustrated or whether you want them to pull back that frustration because they are 9-0-1. So here is uh, Bruce Cassidy from earlier today. Uh, I go through the neighborhood, apparently where I live. We were out of town last year. I just moved in. Has a great Halloween party. So I'm going to be partaking in that this year. Adults and children. So. I am. I'm not going to tell you what yet because the uh, costumes arriving today. I guess Julie took care of it, so and I'm going to be as I'm going to be as surprised as you guys are. But <laughs> no. What do you think of practice today? Today was a uh, design skill day. Uh, we kind of mapped out our week. Felt like we haven't executed to our level recently, so getting some extra touches in and try to build a little confidence there was going to be part of the agenda with two days of practice. Tomorrow we'll get back to work on more structure stuff or uh, details, so that was today, and it was good energy out there. How much advantageous has this month been for this schedule for October? Been successful, but it's been light to allow you these days. You know what? We were talking about that today, and I don't know. I th it to me, Nides resembles more a March schedule. It's three days a week. It's this one's four, but we're not traveling, so that's the advantage. We do have some downtime at home to practice or rest. But I mean, we've played ten games, which is more than any. Or same, you know, we're leading the league. So to me, it's been get up and running. And so when your team's going well, those are great schedules to have. Just play, take care of a few things, play. Now that the records worked out really well for us, obviously, our game needs some work. So that's where some extra practice days. A day like today, we get two shots at it, right? We get the skill part today and tomorrow maybe more nuts and bolts. So, and then next week's the same. We got two home games, um, you know, after a busy week where we can tidy some things up. So, the schedule is intense, but it's it's um, home friendly, right? So then after that, it's on the road and it gets a little more difficult to get things done. So um, I don't know if that answers your question, but returning the same team helps to play a lot of games early in the year because you're not teaching a lot of new stuff. I think if you're a new coach, like last year coming in, I think it was a similar schedule. It was a little more challenging because we wanted to get stuff done. So it was a lot of video, a lot of video in October. Worked out well for us, but at the end of the day this year, that, that part's been good. Yeah, you script out kind of goalies month by month in October with those two guys yeah, that's how we had it. There might have been a one start of who pl played which game flip, uh, but other than the number actually has, has worked out uh, really well for us, so we're happy with that. It's six and four, right, I believe, Hilly? So um, we had had it scripted that way.
So we'll see now going forward. What have we got? 14 this month. My guess it'll end up eight and six maybe. Um, but again, it's a little bit on performance too, right? And right now we're, we have no complaints about either guy. They're both doing their job very well. So uh, it could end up seven and seven. But I think we have originally marked some, probably about an eight six split. So very, you know, 60%, 40% max. Probably works out a little less than that with more games, so it might even be end up being 50-50. But I won't get too far ahead of myself. But that's the original plan. Do you take it which just like through November, or does it go further? No, it doesn't. It doesn't because two things come into play, right? One, right out of the gate, a known is Logan hasn't played since last basically whatever it was, February 1st. So we knew going in, we're not going to overload him with games. It wouldn't be a complete even split. We didn't think that would be right. Now, could that change mid-November if, if there's no ill effects from his recovery? So far there isn't, knock on wood, but we don't want to overtax that part. And then Hilly's performance in the playoffs, obviously, so we had him ahead. But not to the point where it was going to be 8-2, and two, right? Something like that. We, we knew it's going to be a 60-40 split at the most for one guy. We kind of felt going into the year that would be the best way to do it. So, again, that could change on performance. Which brings me to November. That's why we don't want to go too far down the road because performance could dictate one guy plays more than the other than we've scripted just because of performance. <clears throat> there you go. Record is, is what it is. It's amazing. It's 9 0 1, Darren. 9 Yep. But you had some guys that were noticeably frustrated on the bench last night. There were. Is that a good thing when you combine it with the record being what it was? Yes. We, so we. We do 10 game segments. I've always done that as a coach, eight to 10 games, depending on a little bit schedule, uh, see where we're at, meet with the leadership group, we'll do some analytics, right? Because we're not gonna meet with the older guys after every two or three. We don't feel that's necessary unless there's a major reason to do that. So it's a sit down and today was one of those discussions. Okay, so what's going on with that? And, and the, the general consensus was, which I agree with, our expectation is up here now. It's not here, it's here. And if we're not meeting that as an individually and collectively, then there's a bit of frustration setting in. Then you say, well, how can you not be meeting it? You're 9-0-1-1, um, as, as you pointed out. Um, and so that's where it comes from. I think some guys know they have better and we're still, our record's still good. So we're winning some games that maybe we haven't played that well. You know that'll go the other way, right? It's inevitable you'll play well and lose some games. You won't get the bounce or what have you. So run into a hot goalie whatever the case may be. So I think guys know that and they want to make sure they get their level up. So that's where the frustration comes from. Now we have to address that and have addressed it with the guys that maybe there's a better way to deal with your frustration, right? Let's take a deep breath, refocus, use the term blue brain and red brain. Red brain's obviously the angry part, blue brain's the more cool, calm part. So let's get to blue, blue brain on the bench quicker and get back out there. So we'll keep working on that, but that is a product of guys wanting to be better. How unique is that? You've talked about obviously how good this room is, but the fact that there are still guys that want to keep holding that same high standard despite the well, that, That's where we're at now as an organization, as a team. That's good. That's what you want. I think most of the best ones, if they're going to hold that, are, are up there. Okay, so now, like, you know, the, the, the process, right, is talked about a lot, results and process. So we're getting the results, but we got to keep our process going in the right direction and keep building. And that's maybe where some of the frustrations come and that's where I have to step in and say, okay, our record's good, but we still need work. We have to work. We can't lose track of the details. We can't just take days off because we win games when we need work, et cetera, things like that. So, and I think our guys have a good understanding of that, that the process matters a lot. 
um, it usually leads to good end results. So um, anyway, that's where I feel we're at with that part and with our group that they know that uh, we want to stay at this. We don't want to, I guess it's the old one and done, or do you want to be a legacy team, right? And we're, we're going to, the early stages of that, you know, at least building from last year. So let's do all the things we can do to, to be the, the latter. So it's not a hard sell to them, even though you're 9 one then they're pretty honest with their own Yeah, the, the, they are, very. And that's why it's not, it wasn't a long meeting. They're the ones that said it. They know it. They have eyes. They, they understand the game. They don't always think like coaches in terms of, okay, wh wh where are we in two weeks or et cetera, but they understand that we have a ways to go to hit, hit our ceiling. And I think, Gosh, what happens a little bit is our most recent memory is the Stanley Cup Finals playoffs, right? And we hit our stride pretty well. We built our game to the point where the reason I think, well, I feel we won is we, were, we had our game at the highest level at the right time, better than anybody else's. So, and that's what they remember. So they want to go, going back to the frustration part, they want to go back to that level right away and we're not there. So they're, you know, it's sort of like, and it's human nature to say, you know, you know, that's where I want to be. But they also, as you said, understand that's easier said than done. And you don't just get there with a good training camp and a good first, whatever, three weeks, there's a ways to go. So that's the balancing act there and they understand it. And that's why, you know, time will tell, right? I guess if, if we're right on that assessment, if we go sideways and backwards, we'll know that they didn't evaluate very well and took it for granted. If we stay even keeled and, and keep building our game, you know that they'll they'll have bought into that. Well, we at first it was it's five guys and it may grow over time. Right now we're we're trying to you know, there's only so many opinions I think if you get too many now you get bogged down. So this first meeting we had five guys in there. You can, you know, do the math on guys with letters, et cetera. So, um, and then there'll be a, a smaller group as we go along will be that middle group that I'll try to get their opinions as well. And you can probably guess who's in that middle group as well. The young guys, well, they, they usually get deferred a little bit more to the assistant coaches. But having said that, there may be a time you sit down with the Cotters, the Ammos, the Pavs, the Corzaks, you know what I mean, all those younger guys. You know, we always check in with them, but it's not as it's not as scheduled as the uh, leadership group, I guess. It's, it's more just um, periodically, okay, maybe we need to sit down with these younger fellows, see how they're doing. But that's where a lot of the, not to get, but the leadership group will also fill us in on the young, right? Like, we've got a problem here. This young guy's not whatever, you know, or they're all doing great. They're good kids, they're working hard, they're professional, We're, we'll take care of the whatever minor details. So part of that goes on to them, and that's kind of circle of life thing, right? I wonder when he shows up at the Halloween gathering, people say, Is it, that guy's dressed up as Bruce Cassidy. Like, do all the neighbors know Bruce lives in the neighborhood? Or is it like when you see, what was the, the soccer show where everybody was dressed up last night? Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, yeah. Yeah. That was Barbashev's costume, by the way. Ted Lasso? Yeah. Could not could not find out what Paul Cotter was. I asked him after his media availability. When last night? Yeah. And he said to me, I gotta keep it PG. Huh. So I don't I, I didn't see any pictures tweeted out. He was excited about it. I know that. Yeah. Well now we 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 talked about it before and he was he was 
energetic. Now the little hamster wheel in my head is turning, and I really oh, need to worry. find Just, out. Don't you don't need to find out. It's a player's party. If if they wanted you to know about it, he'd post it. The fans he, he want likes, to know. He likes to post things. He does. Oh, we've heard. Okay? And and if he doesn't post it, it means you're not supposed to know about it. By the way, he uh, he he did no, tell no, no, us. No, 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 no. I'm cha- it's not about the costume. It's it. it's not about the you costume. You don't need to know if he doesn't post it, and no, he but... didn't tell you last night. You don't need to know about it. So, so don't I'm, go I'm looking changing, for it. No, I'm changing the subject. So he was asked. You know, he had that move that he made in the six on five, and he split two defenders, and I think he hit it off the crossbar. He was asked if he had scored that goal, if he was going to put it on his Instagram. And he kind of laughed. He goes, hey, he goes, no, no. he goes, guys give him. Yeah, he's like, no, no, no. This guy's giving me too much, too much gruff the last With time. the Flyers thing, he, put, he cut and pasted it on his own Instagram. <laughs> I like that. He's, he's a kid. It's okay. Have fun. Be a kid. Do that. Yeah. Too many get off my lawn we're, guys, apparently, with, with that. We're very serious in hockey. We're very serious. Well. Have some fun. It's a game. I tell you all the time that we're the most conservative sport. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Have fun. It's a game. You wouldn't last two minutes. No, because I I I'd have too much fun. If I had that skill, nah, not too much fun. You're just too off the beaten path. See that that I'd be perfect for a locker. I don't room. think you're too much fun. I no. wouldn't classify you as fun. Off the beaten path is good. I like yeah, that. Yeah, you're unique. Yeah. in how you you operate. Yeah, well. I, 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 I don't know how I would fit into the whole, uh, you know, uniformity of, of, of locker room. So I love the person that dressed up as J.W. Aiken last night. I didn't see that. Somebody dressed up as J.W. Aiken, the equipment <laughs> manager for the That's Vegas funny. Golden Knight. That's cool. So if you don't know the story, J.W. was the equipment staffer or equipment Manager. What, what do I call him? I don't know. Equipment person. Yeah. For the Vegas Golden Knights. And during the Stanley Cup playoffs, the final versus Florida, when Mark Stone broke his stick, J-Dub was quick, grabbed a 61 stick, handed over the boards. Stone went down and made the great play to Brett Howden, and they scored. Yes. And it was it was all over social media. All over social media. And somebody last night at the game, it was spotted by either Nate Ewell or Stephanie Rogers. I got the, the text that somebody was dressed up as JW. Now, how exactly do you dress up like JW? Well, you can wear a tracksuit. Okay. With Aiken on the back. And then you have a stick. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you're allowed yeah, to stick. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. Yeah. stick in there. But they were, they were dressed up. Okay. That's kind of cool, isn't it? it that's I'm, when you know. Now, I, I love my J Dub. You've made an because, impact because he he is as cutting as you can get as a person in a conversation. Like he will not give you any type of compliment. He will just he carves me absolutely. Now he like he sent me a text just now saying, uh, "I hope your show's over early so people can go out and listen to the radio." Like he he likes to to make fun of our radio show. Good. My radio show. Your radio show. Well, well, more. it's more because of me. He I'm makes saying, fun of you. I'm not saying it's my radio show. I'm saying he makes fun of me on the radio. So I, I don't want to lump you into. Yeah, he the, probably doesn't the, even the, know who I am. Fact. So that's good. So so he's saying you got to get off the air so people can get out before it gets too late. That's what he's doing. Yeah, he's buddy. We'll, we'll be off in 26 minutes. Buddy, it reminded okay? me that somebody was dressed up 
That's awesome. JWA. That's so cool. It is. It is kind of. It's a great compliment. Yeah. And it's a great costume, unique. Like only BGK fans are gonna know what that costume means. Yeah. Like if you show up to a a party and say Omaha, no one's gonna know. They're not right. gonna get it. Mm. He's a hero here. I think he really just wanted me to mention his name on the radio, though. You think he likes I that? Think, I think he he. The only reason he texted me was so I would. Mention him on the radio, like Johnny Mayno does. Johnny Johnny texts me all the time. Another part of the equipment staff, all the time, just so I'll say their name on the radio because they get a big thrill. They they pretend they don't listen to the show yeah. or pay attention to the show, but they love to hear their names on the well, radio. Well, you may as well just mention Patty and Chris Davidson no. Adams as well. You know, no critter. No, no, they have to show the effort. Don't say their names. Oh, well, I already back. did. It's too take, late. No, no, I'm not take taking it back. back. If, I, if, I like Patty. They, they I like have, Chris. No, no. They have to. They have to make the effort. Well, they don't have my they number. Get, they can't the, reach out and text me. They get their name on the radio. They don't have my info. That's right. If you're going to make the effort, I'll say your name on the radio. <laughs> but I think that's the only. They're not looking to have a conversation. They're just saying, "I wonder if you'll say my name on the radio." I got to keep listening. So Johnny, J Dub, there you go. Got your names on the radio. Uh, we got uh, one-timers coming up, but let's give away a couple of tickets to next Wednesday's game against the Los Angeles Kings. If you're a caller number 7 to 702-876-1340, we will send you to the Kings and the Golden Knights. So one of the last games uh, for a while as they're going to go on the road uh, shortly. This this is a great stretch at home, and then around the Formula 1 race, uh, they're on the road. So be, uh, be caller, what did I say, caller number Seven. Seven. Uh, call right now. we got one-timers coming up next on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Johnny and JW, we got you out there. Carlson left corner. Centered one-timer score! It's time for one-timers. one-timers. A quick look at news and notes from around the National Hockey League. Brought to you by Paul Padalaw. It's not about the injury. It's about the recovery. Well, let's get into a big suspension handed down by the National Hockey League today. Player Safety Department. And it's Charlie McAvoy, the Boston Bruin defenseman. He'll sit four games for a hit on Oliver Ekman Larson last night of the Florida Panthers. Did you see it? It was pretty nasty. It was late, and it was vicious. He lined them up. He ran right through them. Primary point of contact was the head, and the puck was long gone. I thought it might be more than four. I thought it should have been more than four. Like, that's exactly the type of stuff that we don't want in the game. No, don't be that. I'm just saying. Like, that, that, that is so you're, you're, you're concerned cool. about oh CTE and you're, head injuries and concussions. and Of course we don't want that in the game. Well, Come up with then, something then, better than well, that. Then it should be a longer suspension. Four games isn't enough. It's just fine. It's... It's not, not like fine. it should have been 12 or anything. It's like not that. fine. I thought, I thought it could have been more. It should have been more. Six. Eight. Stuff we want out of the game. Of course. That's why he's suspended. Anyway. Not, uh, Jeff it's Sharple, a slap on Jeff the wrist. Sharple, former National Hockey League. He's been on the show before. Uh, defenseman in the NHL. Las Vegas guy. Uh, and does a lot of great things around the game. He sent me a text last night and said, McAvoy suspended. It's going to be big. Four games. He's right in the money with this thing. Mm. But it was it was an ugly hit. I was surprised how late it was. The thing, though, with Charlie McAvoy that I can't get over, he's got the biggest legs. <laughs> in, in talking to him today or this year at the uh, 
media tour, player media tour. He was on the podcast, trip podcast. His legs are just tree trunks. And then I'm thinking about those legs driving through Oliver Ekman Lars. Oh man. We're talking like speed speed skater? Tree trunks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Massive. Yeah. Biggest legs I've seen in a hockey player. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's a suspension to the Boston Bruin defenseman. Paul Stastny, former Vegas Golden Knight. He has uh, decided to retire. 1,000 games. 1,145 games. Five teams, 17 seasons. Top five most smartest players I've talked to. When it comes to grasping the... Paul, when he was with the Vegas Golden Knights, was my Yoda in the sense of if I needed something just clarified or why is this happening, like just intricacies of the game, he was the guy that I would go sit down with. Love chatting with Paul Stastny. Yeah, really, really intelligent guy, as you mentioned. Uh, one of the things that really stood out was there was an occasion where I talked to him and he told me he didn't watch video. And he, he elaborated in that when he was young and he would he was coming up through juniors and stuff, his father, of course, NHL player, would basically critique him on particular things that he was doing during specific shifts. And Paul said, I would remember exactly what shift I was doing, exactly what I was doing on that shift. I found that really fascinating because I, I feel like that's not the type of thing where if you don't have a high hockey IQ, you're going to really remember a lot of those things. But... Yeah, really, really smart guy. Always, always a good conversation with Paul. He decided around camps, training camp opened, that he was going to retire. But he was he was out there for captain skates this year. I got to skate in a couple of those. Mm-hmm. He was out there. He's still in great shape. I think there, there would have been the right fit. He he would have gone down that path. But uh, I think he's living here. So, uh, Paul, congratulations on a great career. Love to see him back involved uh, in somehow, yeah, some way. Got to get him on the television if he's if he's here. Yeah, if he's in town, right? I mean, he's, he's VGK right? alum. Got him on. He's got the tooth that always flips out. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's missing it. I think it's front tooth, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah one of those. <laughs> uh, those are one timers. News notes from around the National Hockey League. Let's give away another set of tickets uh, this time to caller number eleven to next week's game against the. Los Angeles Kings. It's uh, courtesy of the Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Give us a call, 702-876-1340. We'll be back to catch up with Chap next. When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman. You were just out in the hallway. You didn't bring any candy. No, no, no candy. You were such a scary cat. I am. I am. Like, nobody's going to know. There There's are no cameras in the studio. Nobody's going to know they that have, you're They have cameras. Well, I guess it's small enough to where they wouldn't know. But No. No. Like, <laughs> let's go here. Hey, you can have some in about two minutes and 45 seconds. You'll be fine. I no, think it's not going to mean the same if we're what you, not. What do you mean it's not going to mean the same? Sticking it to the guy. I'm not. I don't like to stick it stick to the guy. To the man. Those days are. Those days are behind me. Sticking it to the guy. So, I didn't get to play it because we we we, we ran long in, in hour number one. But I had a rejoin with Chandler Stevenson, and he was talking to Ashley today, and he mentioned that he is a Christmas guy, and in the rejoin we found out that on November first, Chandler gets in the Christmas mood. 
Like, I like Chandler. I'm all about the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. November 1st, a little too early for Christmas. Like, I was in a store the other day. I kid you not. They had Halloween candy on this aisle. And on the same aisle, right above the Halloween candy, they had Christmas trees. Yeah, Walmart's got the commercials out. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, I, I love Thanksgiving. I'm a big Thanksgiving guy. And I know it's different for Chandler, right? He's Canadian. Little Thanksgiving doesn't have, like, the same in November that it does for, for, for us. But to basically go into Christmas the very next day after Halloween, it's it's too soon. It's too soon. Like, no. How is this going to affect you? It doesn't. It, it doesn't. doesn't affect. So let him have his fun. Nothing affects me. Why do you have to me. criticize it? I'm not criticizing. I'm, I'm just. You're I'm just saying. You, you. I'm just saying. It's, you it's, can't it's, sit here and say you're not criticizing it's, when it's, you're criticizing him. I like the guy. I like him a lot. He's he's he's, he's always good to talk to. You, you know just spent two minutes criticizing. No, him it's. I'm just. Saying you can't. Go it's no. Not 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 just him. Not just him though. People who. Who tomorrow put their Christmas tree up? It's too early. It doesn't affect you. So it doesn't what's matter. The big deal? It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to affect me to have an opinion on it. I can have an opinion on it. It's too early, Chandler. It's too early. People who follow that. It's too early. So when when's the appropriate time? The day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday. There's no game this year on Black Friday, so you you could spend all day and and you can call it Gold Friday. But uh, there like we the go. Ah, fans. see, look at that. You you never miss an opportunity to get a marketing. Oh, no. uh, yeah. That's why they love you. I, I have a I have a <laughs> name tag for the arsenal. By the way, I go down there and yeah. I am your concierge. Oh boy, shopping concierge. I'd rather John than Marcia so be my concierge at the arsenal. Well, he's a little busy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it'd be cool. Once again, you're never happy. By the way, Bournemouth huh. and Liverpool tomorrow in the Carabao Cup. But that was Caribou for a while. Oh, Carabao. Yeah. yeah. I learned that a little bit in the uh, premiership. I think I think Bournemouth has a chance. Well, we could use a win. Yeah, yeah. We won on the weekend. Yeah, but like Bournemouth I told... women's program, 8-0. Yeah, like I told Nate last night, Luton Town's right on their butt. That doesn't mean anything to anybody. Well, Luton, Luton Town, Town is a... That's another, that's another team in the league. Luton Town. Luton Town. Well, nobody around here knows anything about Luton Town. Listen, if you if you if you're a fan of the Premier League, you know that they play in that really little bandbox of a stadium. Luton Town. Yes. Oh, they, the entrance goes through someone's house. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, Oak it Oak Street Stand. It goes doesn't go through their house. Maybe their yard. No, I'll show you a picture. It doesn't go through their. I will show you house. a picture. We'll be back tomorrow. Looking forward to it. <laughs>